Hi there and welcome to the Beyond the Dreamscape podcast with me, your host, Momo Anis or Tamara Robier. I'm an adventurous whiz kid, loving wife and independent artist, international photographer, published author, keynote speaker, quantum creativity coach. My superpower is helping creative entrepreneurs and artists like you create powerful personal breakthroughs in their creative business and artist practice so that they can expand your impact, worth, visibility and make an incredible difference in this world. In this space, you will hear me talk all about creativity, visibility, vision, mission, wealth, yourself and spirit. Hi guys, hope you are doing great and awesome today. Um, How are you feeling? Give it a one for absolutely crap and a 10 for completely alive. It doesn't matter where you are on the scale, but it's always good to check in how we're feeling. And hopefully if it's anything below an eight, um, you will feel an eight or above by the end of this episode. So in the Seen and Heard Creative Collective group on Facebook, I asked a question. Um, What's your deepest fear when it comes to calling yourself an artist or showing your work? And if you are not yet part of the Seen and Heard Creative Collective group on Facebook and our lovely, intimate, super uplifting community, please go and join when you can. So let's dive into the question. What's your deepest fear when it comes to calling yourself an artist or showing your work? And these are a few of the examples of what people said. The very famous feeling worthy was absolutely called. Then it was that I won't stick to it and see true to the success I know it could be. That I won't be able to live up to expectations of being an artist. Not being able to support myself, having it always be a side hobby. That I haven't created or I am not creating enough art to be considered an artist. Not being enough and or not having the confidence. So these are a few of the answers and examples. And most of them are actually very, very regular. At the beginning of my practice and career as an artist, I also felt exactly the same, right? So won't be able to stick it through to the success I know it would be or the artist expectation, right? Not feeling worthy and all these fear. And one that's the one that's most interesting was is that I haven't created or not creating enough art to be considered even an artist, right? So what does it mean to be considered an artist? And what I find fascinating about this question is because I've struggled for many, many, many years to call myself an artist. I actually would have done everything in my power to escape the word artist. And artist is an English word and my native language is Dutch. So it was felt always felt a little bit easier 
to say it in English, artist, than to actually call myself an artist in Dutch, which is the word kunstenaar. And throughout the years, there was this feeling that I was waiting for permission to be an artist and to be successful. And that sounds very odd, right? Because for whom and what are we waiting for permission? Where is this permission coming from? And do you actually have to create to be an artist? Or is an artist something that is in your soul and in your being? Isn't being an artist something that you can decide to be? Did a plumber ever say when he was on a holiday or when they are um, not working for a little bit or retired that he's not a plumber? And then when it comes to artists, it's really fascinating and incredible that most of us will do anything and everything to deny the word artist, right? And luckily there are plenty of us that do call ourselves artists. And for most of us, it has been a struggle, right? Either we've been creating from a very young age. I remember that I started creating art from like, I must've been like three or four. A couple of days ago, I was talking with my parents or with my mom to be exactly. And she told me a story about birthdays and that most of my, my grandparents and society and environment would say, you should at least buy a present for your daughter, which is like 50 bucks or up, right? The expectation was to buy something which is at least a hundred bucks. And my parents really, really struggled because every single time they asked me what it is that I wanted for, uh, for my birthday, it was a pencil, not a whole package of pencils, but a single pencil and a package of colored papers, which was a very small size. One of these little cute, small sized square pieces of papers, which I can fold into all kinds of in incredible shapes and draw all kinds of little figures on. And I was, I was relatively young. And mom told me a story that my father would sit me down and really try to find out, like Sherlock Holmes, what it was that I would require more than this very small piece of paper, colored paper, and this pencil, which wouldn't cost more than one and a half bucks. After 30 minutes debating with me, he couldn't get anything else out of me except for the papers. And then they were like, okay, never mind what society says. If she wants this small piece of paper for her birthday, then that is what she's going to get. So the creating was there a lot. Yet I wouldn't call myself an artist. By the time I was 12 years old, I went to, to high school. And I think like by two or three years later, all creative subjects were cut out of the curriculum and so much homework to do that there was barely any time left to actually create. And I remember that I, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Like there was like a piece of me was like torn out from me. And when we create as children, right, we can always see someone has an artistic side, but often, um, 
a kid is not really called an artist unless the environment or our surroundings deem whatever we make as some sort of exceptional, brilliant talent. And this is where it starts. Our struggle starts to call ourselves an artist because ultimately, inevitably, we are the creators of our own realities and we are the ones that decide who or what we wish to be, right? So we are the one deciding that we are artists. It doesn't matter if you make one drawing a year, right? Or compose a little bit of music or knit a very small hat and don't finish it. If that is what's in your soul, in your being, in your calling, you are called an artist, right? And it also doesn't matter if you um, earn money with your practice yet or not, right? The sole fact that you love creating an artwork makes you an artist. Like, let's really sit with that for a second. Just being an artist. And this is where someone in the group came in and said, like, I am aware that most people would most likely suffer imposter syndrome, right? Like, it's not true, I'm just pretending to be. Um, with the word artist, yet I've been an artist for my whole life. So for me, it becomes normal, right? And everything we practice becomes normalized. The only question is, is your heart and if is your soul calling you to be an artist and a creative entrepreneur? And if the answer is yes, very deep inside, then you are for a hundred percent definitely an artist. I remember a story was far in my twenties and I first studied business. After that, I luckily came back to my artist path. It's a long story. I will tell that one to you one time later. And um, I applied for Art Academy in the Netherlands, the Royal Academy of Arts at that time at documentary photography because my artist being at that moment was still in hiding and wasn't fully fully developed yet because the dream would have been to be a fine artist a painter and i truly did not believe and i buried that dream very very deeply that being a painter would be something that i could be right let alone call myself artist, even though I was accepted at the Royal Academy of Arts in The Hague in the Netherlands, one of the most prestigious art academies in the Netherlands, um, at the department of documentary photography. Actually, it was photography and I, I, the, uh, the stream I got was documentary photography. And because it was so vulnerable, right? I felt so vulnerable in that dream that there was such a purity in the desire to paint and be a visual artist that I wasn't yet allowing myself, it was too vulnerable to actually say I am a painter. So I studied documentary photography for four years. And I have to admit, right, I loved it. And I worked as a photographer for many, many years after that. I loved it. Yet later on, there was this 
one thing, right, which started bothering me was that I, as a photographer, right, the camera is always in front of your face or most of the times, depending on how we shoot. You can shoot from different angles. Um, but in, in the majority of cases, the camera is front of your face. So I felt very invisible always behind the camera, like in a very literal sense, right? Because there's always this piece of equipment in front of my face. And although in photography, the photographer and the artist, the creator is, you can really, really see it in the work. Um, although that's a subject for another podcast. And, um, so yeah, where was I going to, right? I felt this, this camera in front of my face. I felt like hiding. I, I actually felt like an imposter with the camera in front of my face in a really weird way. But where I wanted to get to is I got accepted to Art Academy. And this was in my late 20s. And it was somewhere in February. And the classes would only start in September. So by the time, somewhere in June, July it was, there was this big party from one of the media news stations in the Netherlands, one of the big media uh, television stations. And I worked in the video games industry that time in PR and marketing. And a friend of mine uh, was working at the TV station and they hosted a really massive big Halloween party um, in a concert building in the middle of the city center of Amsterdam. It was a brilliant party full of like big names, big shots and fancy dressed up people. So I, I wore my, my most amazing fancy black dress back then, um, went with my friend and it was amazing. And I was standing there, um, introduced to a new person next to me, he gave me a hand and he called me his name and said what he was doing. And I just mentioned my name. So he looked at me like, what are you doing? And I kind of felt silent. Right? I wanted to somehow do the standard societal things that were expected of me and talk about my PR and marketing career in video games industry. And then before I could say a word, my dear friend standing next to me said, she's a photographer. And I thought I like died and like seven or 11 deaths at that moment. And I looked at him at the new person and the first thing that I said was, no, 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 no. I am, um, I'm only starting as a photographer at Art Academy in September. That's a couple of months from now. And then it's still four years. And only after that, I can call myself a photographer. And he looked at me, he says, do you have a website? I said, no, I don't have any website. Do you have a card? No, I don't have any card. He says, if you want to be a photographer, if that's inside of your heart, then you need to start calling yourself a photographer. And it really doesn't matter if what someone else says about it, right? So I listened to his advice and said thank you and thought about it that like he had a point, right? If you want to be something, if you want to embody something, if you want to be an artist, if you want to be a musician, if you want to be um, a painter, a photographer, a singer, like of all the different fields there are in in art right a multidisciplinary artist first you gotta become it yourself inside of your soul first you you have to decide we have to decide for ourselves who we are and what we're being because nobody else will ever believe anything if you don't believe it right it's the embodiment of the energy of artists that comes first 
and from there the work flows and the work comes so later on in the party it's about like one hour later i was chatting to the new person i forgot his name so just keep calling him new person and he appeared to be a friend of a of the world champion um, in a fighting sport. I can't come up with the English word at the moment, but it's a it's a fighting sport. The guy is Dutch, right? And it's a massive big guy. Like I am like one meter and fifty five centimeters, right? So I'm not one of the tallest women on the planet. And um, this guy was almost two meters big, like really like muscle because obviously he's like sports guy and like world champion in his craft. And the person next to me, the new guy, right, introduces me and says, hello, this is Tamara Robert and she's a photographer. And I remember that my hands were sweating and I gave the guy uh, a handshake and I wasn't impressed by like famous people in my whole life. I've met so many people from so many professions, from uh, famous singers to like this world famous sports guy. So I was used by this time to be in an environment of people that are extremely successful in whatever they do. It doesn't matter if it was artists or sports or business, right? They were known for their crafts. And I felt my hands sweating and I noticed that I needed to bite my tongue because at that moment I was very comfortable saying that I was a PR marketing person working in the video games industry for a small Dutch um, video publisher in niche PC games, right? That one went fluently, but I wasn't comfortable with calling myself a photographer, let alone said artist, right? That word only came years later and I bite my tongue. And at that moment, I really truly decided that I was a photographer and started putting my work out there because for every stage, right, there is an audience. It doesn't matter if you are a beginner, the first timer, beginner, uh, mid-career, end career, famous, not famous, for every single expression, there is an audience. And it always starts with you. Right? And this is what I learned throughout my career, throughout my creative career, is that at some point after I started calling myself photographer and I was really comfortable with it and I noticed that the medium of photography for me became very small and it felt very con contracted because what I wanted and really desired was to build it outright because photography is it's a moment, it's a still screen. And when it came to this technology, I wanted to add sounds and I wanted to have moving images and colors and other things. I really wanted to be multidisciplinary, right? And after that, I really noticed that I needed to start calling myself an artist because what it is that I was doing and I'm doing doesn't fit into one box. And I think that applies to many creative people and many artists. We are not just one thing, right? We embody a lot of things and calling yourself a creative or an artist right is part of that and in order to actually be an artist and to move through our careers into the world and then create an audience right we have to embody it first it's always inside out so no matter where you are in your journey if it's a first day right first day at school kind of thing or at the end right Embodying the, the desire of being an artist and a creative 
starts within yourself. And the more we expand, expand that energy within ourselves, right, the more we start radiating it and the more people start accepting it around us. So the stronger we are in actually saying, embodying and feeling into being an artist, the easier it becomes for the people around us, friends, family, new people, artists, non-artists, like any beings on this planet, to actually also feel and accept it. Because people notice how you feel, right? Regardless if that is something you believe in or not, we can always, all of us can kind of say with somebody else, like, oh, I can sense he has a good mood or he has a bad mood. Or we can sense if someone actually means something or doesn't mean something, right? So if we present ourselves as artists, but somewhere deep inside, right, we didn't fully embody that idea yet, right? We don't really believe it because we are judging ourselves. We are judging that we're at the beginning. We are judging the amount of work that we, we're making. We are judging if it makes money or not. We are judging like basically everything around it, right? If it will be successful, what the expectations are. Like we're gluing all of our ideas on it before we even decided if this is what we want to do. And if this is what we wish to be. And like being an artist doesn't mean that there, that you can't be other things too, right? We're also brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers, uncles, aunties, friends, right? If we're not just one thing, you're not just a daughter or just a son, right? You're also a brother or a sister. And the same thing goes with being an artist. It's not something that is so strict that once you embody it, that that's the only thing you can be. Yeah. And we're always worthy of what we desire. We're always worthy of what we're choosing. Right? So feeling worthy of being an artist starts inside of yourself. So I want to invite you after this podcast to practice, if it, if it feels uncomfortable, right? If calling yourself an artist and really embodying it and saying like, okay, this is it, right? I am calling myself an artist. I am embodying this, right? To just practice it, feel it, feel it, feel it. And when someone asks you, hey, what is it, is it that you're doing? To practice with it, right? Even if you feel uncomfortable, just start saying it. And the more you practice, the more you say it, the more you speak about it, the more natural and real it becomes. Just like the woman in the group that said, um, she's interesting to hear what people say because she experienced imposter syndrome in other areas of her life, uh, just not being an artist because she's done it for so long, right? She really embodied it. And for me too, I don't feel any shame, fear, guilt, expectations even for creating or not creating anything, because I know deep in my heart and in my soul, right, I have embraced the concept and the idea of artist. And I made it in such a way, right, that I gave it a definition for myself, what it is for me, because it's such a broad word. And it is something we can dive into in to another podcast again, right, about how to give the the word artist, a, a swing or a flow or, or a meaning, right? That really makes sense to you and how to communicate it to the world. 
Otherwise, I'll just keep on going. So for now, start practicing, right? And if you feel 100% completely comfortable with calling yourself an artist already, then I invite you to expand that, to see where can you expand your artist energy, right? How big can you be as an artist, right? How, how much further can you go? Is there an other craft you can include in it, right? To really expand and stretch your edges of being an artist. Like, where is your growth? So thank you a lot for listening and making it to the end with me. I wish you a fabulous day. Again, my name is Momo Anis or Tamara Robeer. And I would always say, live life with passion plus power to create equals an incredible, incredible life and artist career. Before I forget, if you haven't joined the fun yet and all the uplifting vibes and energies in this seen and heard creative collective on Facebook, come and join us. You can just find us by typing in seen and heard creative collective or you can press the link in my bio on my Facebook profile called Tamara Anis and I'll see you there. Bye-bye.